Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. Great Books in Renal Pathology of the 20th Century Addis Counts Thomas Addison had been the principal supporter of urine analysis as a mirror of individual renal diseases and believed strongly that the morphologic aspects of renal disease indeed needed more emphasis. The so-called Addis Count was the complete quantitative determination of the number of red blood cells in the urine as an important sign of various renal disorders. His book entitled Glomerular Nephritis, Diagnosis and Treatment, published in 1948, became a book all renal practitioners needed to read. Gene Oliver. Gene Oliver's book, Architecture of the Kidney in Chronic Bryce Disease, with 112 illustrations, including five color and 19 aquatone plates, was developed after the quote, tedious nature of microdissection demands, end of quote, by Oliver and his four great female technicians who use nephron dissection to study renal disease. Their meticulous three-dimensional microdissections of entire nephrons allowed location of the early site of renal injury and multifocal effects of diseases to other portions of the nephron. Dr. Oliver worked at Long Island College of Medicine in Brooklyn, New York, during this time. E.T. Bell. Dr. Bell's Renal Diseases was published in 1945 and was one of the few available renal textbooks and widely used. Dr. Bell was professor of pathology at the University of Minnesota. His book was instrumental in advancing knowledge and questions about renal pathology especially notable for subsequent authors, was his section on infective endocarditis, for example, subacute bacterial endocarditis. His book had 115 engravings and four color plates. His monograph, he noted in his preface, is part of a compilation of studies on renal disease carried on by the author during the past 25 years. As noted in his preface, Quote, the pathologist often cannot make an accurate diagnosis unless he knows the clinical symptoms, and the clinician may be misled if he ignores that anatomical background of the disease. It is hoped that this monograph, he says, will help to bring about closer cooperation between these two groups of investigators. The book covered normal histology, normal and pathological physiology, developmental anomalies, obstruction, hydronephrosis, glomerulonephritis, tubular diseases, pyelonephritis, diseases of blood vessels, metabolic diseases, and extrarenal azotemia and tumors of the kidney. Sir Arthur Ellis. Dr. Ellis's contribution and classification of renal disease, based entirely on clinical criteria, referring to the mode published in Lancet entitled Natural History of Bryce Disease, Clinical, Histologic, and Environmental Observations. It was published in 1942 and served warning of the coming of renal pathology. 
He published one of the first earliest clinical studies of glomerular disease based on observation of the clinical courses of 600 patients considered in the long hospital to be Bryce's disease and also from autopsy of 200 patients. His multidisciplinary knowledge of clinical chemistry, internal medicine, and pathology provided a unique perspective for making clinical and some pathologic studies and correlations. His type 1 nephritis had a sudden onset and was often followed by an infection. Many, but not all, recovered either with glomerular hypercellularity, with infiltration of polymorphonuclear leukocytes, necrosis, and or crescents. His type 2 nephritis had an insidious onset with edema and severe proteinuria with focal nodular sclerosis. Dr. Janis of SUNY Buffalo and Lowenthal of Hahnemann, Philadelphia, wrote one of the first small usable books on renal pathology, which served as a guide to later editions by a variety of other renal pathologists, such as Ben Spargo. Dr. Jennis and Lowenthal's book was entitled Kidney Biopsy and Interpretation. This book was utilized by the first generations of renal pathologists starting in 1977. It was clear and to the point. The book was based upon Genesis' personal experience with over 2,000 biopsies examined by light microscopy, electron microscopy, and immunofluorescence. Quote, the format of the book was designed to facilitate the most rapid retrieval of the required information. End of quote. The chapters were divided into Part 1, Primary Glomerular Diseases, Nephrotic Syndromes and Hematuria Syndromes, and Part 2, Secondary Glomerular Diseases, Collagen Vascular Diseases, and Non-Collagen Vascular Diseases. It was a great little book. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com. <laughs>